When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Uh, hi everyone. It's Andrew McGuire, and I am the producer of Mary Houlihan's little podcast. Um, before we begin, I have a couple of corrections from last week's episode. Uh, it is actually not true that all cats are girls and all dogs are boys. Cats and dogs can be any sex. Uh, Lester Holt is also not dead. Um, he did not die in 2002. He has been alive. Uh, for the past 17 years, and um, I'm receiving word that he continues to live. Uh, and finally, cheekbones are real. All right, now on to the show. Enjoy. Hmm, if only there was a podcast out there where people talked about beauty, makeup, clothes, and the works. Ah, well, I know. Why don't I just make one? Okay. Hey, Tim, do you want to be on the show? Yeah, I do. Okay, what's up? Hey. Be- talking about beauty? Yeah. <laughs> to me, it is in the eye of El Beholder. Oh, come on. It's true. I am joined by Tim Platt, the amazing mm. comedian, songwriter, yes. puppeteer. Yes. Um, my boyfriend's favorite comedian. No. I swear. No. I swear. No. I told him not to tell you because it will go to your head. It's not going to but my it's head. <laughs> it's not going to my head. But it's very fun to tell you. It's not going to my head. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, it's going to my head. How can it not go to your head if someone says you're a favorite, you know? Did you see yeah. the favorite? I did see the favorite. Did you? I loved it. It's good. I love I like the pineapple line. That was a good line. Yeah. That was a very modern line. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, um, very, <laughs> I, uh, I just thought Olivia Coleman was so good. Yeah. I like the scene where she's eating cake and throwing up i thought that was funny oh gosh yeah i know yeah yeah well you know beauty in the eye of the beholder and cake is in the eye of the hunger you are bad no (laughs) shit (laughs) 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 so on the beauty parlor i like to ask my guests um well i like to give them a beauty quiz okay not unlike a quiz in a Seventeen magazine or a Teen People magazine. Okay. Um, so I'll ask you some cues, and then at the end, I'll you know, um, I'll type into a mainframe computer and okay. and figure out what your results are. Okay. 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 Mascara is in this season, and I'm going out with a splash. I'm gonna wear a. Jet black mascara. It's my favorite. B. Mm, A funky color that brings out the color of my eyes, like a purple mascara or a blue mascara. C. Yuck. I don't need to wear that. My eyelashes are beautiful as is. Green. I want like a green, maybe a little bit of purple in there, like Joker color. Um, Not because of Joker, but because like I think those two colors look really good together. And my eyes like are some of those eyes that like can show a shift from like brown the hazel and but also tend to pick up green if i wear green and it'll yeah. be a little green so like a little bit of green would make my eyes a little bit greener yeah which is always fun i like that okay next cue okay 
going out for a night on the town. And yup, I'm wearing lipstick. I'm gonna wear dot, dot, dot. A, matte. It's the cool new look. B, glossy. Matt's over, and I don't want to look like a Kardashian. C, satin. Who wants to choose between matte and glossy when you can have both? And that's satin, baby. What's matte and what's satin? Um, matte is, um, it has no sheen to it. Okay. And uh, satin is... Mm. I guess I'm gonna stop you right there. I feel like if I'm gonna wear if I'm gonna wear lipstick, then why not go glossy? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what's the point? I totally for me agree. personally, I totally agree. I just feel like if that's the choice I'm making, I'm gonna go glossy. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and also, yeah. but I want to make it so there's like little like um, I want really really glossy and also I want to do like two colors so it'd be like triangles in it so it looks like I got like 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 monster teeth you know what I mean yeah so it'd be, be like cool. blah, 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 you know you know like what you would dinosaur. look good in like a ombre lip do you ever see that what's that so I think usually how people do it is they put on a white lipstick or a very light color lipstick okay. and so then they'll um like go on the edges with like a darker thing and then sort of like blend it mm-hmm um, maybe like a dark purple and a light purple or a dark pink and a light pink. Okay. It's really cute. I probably want to go purple because I feel like pink, my face is already pretty pink and red. And so mm-hmm. like that was just like, I feel like I want, if I'm going to wear that stuff, I want to sort of, I want to be like, I want to like really do an, a, a color that's unnatural for my face. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I'd probably want to do like a purple rather than a pink. Okay. Purple lip, green mascara. Got it. All right, I got my clothes, I got my makeup, I got my hair. Next, I'm getting a tattoo, baby. Mm. A, no way, tattoos are for freaks. Hmm. B, I'm getting a cool old school sailor tattoo. Or C, I'll get some tattoos, but not that many, only if they mean something to me. I'm getting tattoos of animals. I'm getting tattoos of three animals. I'm getting a tattoo of a skunk, a woodpecker, and a crab. I'm getting them all together. So it's like a little triumvirate of uh, of little critters. Uh, in my opinion, those are the three critters that, that I am. I play this little game, Mary. I play yes. this little game I yes. want to play with you right now, mm-hmm. now that we're here. And this game is called What Three Animals Are You? Not <gasps> well, These are not your three favorite animals. These are not the three. Mm-hmm. These are not spirit animals. I think the idea of a spirit animal western people use it in a way that i think kind of sucks yeah um it's rude i think uh um these are just three animals that you are all right and the way you do it in my mind is you pick a mammal a bird and a little creepy crawly you can do any animals you want does not have to be mammal bird and creepy crawly but uh, but it's a good template to use should be they should be balanced each other out right definitely um so mine are a woodpecker a woodpecker, a skunk, and a crab. And these are all um, very annoying creatures. Mm. <laughs> I like how you self-identify as annoying. This is one thing I've learned in therapy recently, that mm-hmm. I, I am actually very annoying. And I think that uh, uh, I will not, I will never say that's okay, but I have to say that it's me. Well, I definitely say that you self-identify and are self-aware of it and seem to seek out being annoying. Well, and it's very fun. Concoct situations <laughs> where you can be annoying. That's true. Yeah. It's very fun to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very fun to be there. But I what, like what, it. What animals are you? 
Oh, thank you for asking. Um, mammal, um, a border terrier dog. Okay, sure. Bird, a um, a blue jay. Mm. And bullies. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I want to be a cardinal. I actually think. Uh, no, no, no. Mm. Yeah, you got, you got a little aggressive. You, you got, you got, you got, you got. You got. You can. You can be a little blue jay. I got a beak. You got a beak. <laughs> <laughs> you got a beak. Okay, so mm, yeah, I'll be a blue jay. Yeah, see, and mm, a slithery snake. Okay, what kind? But of snake? not a big one, like a gardener. A snake, garden like snake, like a little one. Okay, yeah. Andrew, what about you? Oh my gosh, I didn't think it would turn on me. Okay, so it's bird, mammal, and creepy crawly. Yeah, yeah. and creepy crawly can be like fish or crustacean or bug or like reptile. That's a good point. It could be a fish. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know why. Just first bird. Uh, mammal. I guess. Ooh, God. Um, I'm gonna go to snail for creepy crawly. Mm. And going back to mammal once more with a uh, hairless cat. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like that too. I like that too. Andrew's my producer too. You know that? I did. <gasps> wow. Mm -hmm. I walked in on you guys recording a pod once. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's very awkward. <laughs> okay, okay. Back to the beauty quiz. Okay. 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 The holidays have come and gone, and I've gained 10 pounds. Mm. A. Awesome sauce. I like looking a little curvy. B. Better hit the gym. Or C. Um. Mm, uh, C is also all right. I love looking curvy. Um, I, 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 I go to the gym. I go to the gym. This is all. I, I have to be honest with you. I go to the gym. Yeah. Though this, though this year was the first year where I entered the new year noticing that I felt like heavy or felt like I had gained weight and been like, oh, I want to go back to the gym because I want to be healthy, but like I'm okay. I don't. I don't feel bad about how I look. Do you That's know what I mean? Good. Which I which felt like a moment of growth. What you do know? you think the change was? I think therapy was the change. Yeah. I think going to therapy like made me realize that a lot of my issues with my body or with food um, were uh, 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 were sort of um, targets I put in place, comfortable targets I put in place of like deeper feelings. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, easier to feel shame about that type of stuff and sometimes feel the other stuff I was actually feeling. Not that I don't feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it helps me put those feelings into context where like my brain will go straight there, but that's not like actually the truth or the depth of like whatever stuff I need to work on. Do you know what I mean? I do. So that, uh, so I think that is the reason, you know? Wow. So when you say I feel fat, what is it that you're actually feeling? If you know what I mean, um, I think it. What it usually means is I feel out of control. I think, yeah. um, or I, I feel like I'm not in control of my life, or if it's like, or if I, um, I think sometimes I need to bring myself down, mm. and I think that's a really like quick, easy way to feel down about yourself or for me to feel down about myself and i think that like i i use like self-shame as like a um uh like a crack of the whip in terms of like if i feel like my ego's getting out of control mm. which can happen in different ways you know um 
uh, and that's ego in like positive and negative ways. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, um, I think that's I think that's what I think. That's like been my exploration. You know? Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Do you ever feel like a hottie? Um. I mean, I sometimes think I look nice, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, uh, no, it's funny. I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about how I was like very large when I was younger and I lost weight in the summer between eighth grade and ninth grade. Mm -hmm. And I came back and had like a lot of attention. Oh, this um, is why you're obsessed with that age group. Uh, Clarifying. <laughs> Clarifying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, Tim uh, does a character who is a high school student. And um, also, uh, I can't think of too many examples, but I feel like a lot of your um, humor is uh, you In like the voice of you like people. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily think that I, that's, I, I can't say that's wrong, but I don't think that's true. Or mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, but I did come back with like a lot of attention and like, um, certainly felt that attention. You know, mm -hmm. um, uh, is it uncomfortable attention? No, attention rules. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's that. Well, that's the truth, right? I guess I struggle. How so? Um, I like making things, and um. I like being good at things. Yeah, for sure. But um, attention makes me uncomfortable and I get very shy and like, <laughs> and makes me want to hide. I get that. Yeah. I feel like attention is like a confirmation of being uh, worthy of attention. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, yeah. Or a way of being like you, or you've earned being around people. <laughs> <laughs> I think it seems it's funny scary I really, yeah, to go me. Ahead. Um, like too much attention is bad. Yeah, I mean, and so it's uh, a scary tightrope. It is scary. Also, also, I think it's different for women and men, especially. Really, <laughs> J.K. What? What? <laughs> what? I mean, like, I feel like I've never, I've never felt like attention is uh, has tipped over to people wanting their, you know, yeah, wanting something like. Yeah, it's more annoying. Yeah, for a male, maybe it's not. It just, it's never felt dangerous to me. Mm -hmm. And I think, it, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's spooky. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, it's a little spooky, babe. <laughs> hey, hey, but 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 spook. All right, let me calculate your results from the beauty quiz. And okay, the results are you are a little skunk. Yeah! That's yes! That's so weird. Yes! Yes! Oh, I'm a skunk boy. You want to see my tail? And don't get too close because I'm not giving little mouth think I'm on. Because I'm a tail. Skunk tail. Yeah, I'm a tail. Yeah, I'm a skunk tail. You're gonna see a little woodpecker come out and pick your eyes down. Um, so what does your therapist make about um your annoyingness? <laughs> oh uh, um uh, uh you know the blue jay comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking, you fucking asshole. Uh, um Well, I like knowing what will um 
send you on a tear. Yeah, I know. Because I think you seem like you have fun when you're on tears. I do have fun when I'm on tears. <laughs> That's like the game. That's fun. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, she... Uh, I'm very mellow around her, and I very much... Um, uh, you know, you can't really play around them. Mm-hmm. The therapists, oh, I feel like I can't really play. I just have to be like very truthful. So, not that's I just have to be very like blunt. You know, mm-hmm. uh, here's what's going on. Here's how I'm feeling, and so I don't really like. If I'm annoying around her, it's anno- it's annoying in a way I can't control. You know, sure. Um, but I've talked to her about feeling like I'm annoying and feeling like I mm-hmm. bug people and how like uh, I want you know, and how I feel disconnected from people and feel like well i should say as i'm saying this i should say i also actively annoy people right you know and she's like how do you do that and then i'm like well and then i whether i forget what i told her but i think i said something like um i said something like i'm prurient like i like to pick at like little things that get a reaction Mm -hmm. and like and that's funny yeah (laughs) And the, the my closest friends do that too, you know. Sure. Or do versions of that, um, but. I mean. And she was like, "Why do you do that?" The fact like, oh, that right. you try to do it. I don't seems, try to oh. though. Do you know what I mean? You just sure. do, you just try to have. Fun. Well, that's what I said. I was like, "Oh, I'm not trying to. I just try to have fun." Yeah. And then in the middle of having fun, I realize what I'm doing. <laughs> you realize what sure. you're doing. Sure. Well, it seems like a positive connecting way, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in some... There's much worse ways to be annoying, to annoy people. I think it was much worse when I started doing improv. I'm sure you can... <laughs> that's funny. I mean, I mean, I think that's true, though. Like, I mm. think there was a... Uh, when I started doing improv in college, it was like, oh, you can play with people like that, you know? Uh-huh. And like, and you can, like, be rewarded for playing with people like that. And then I was like, oh, so I can do this with everyone? Mm. I can just play all the time. Yeah. And people were like, you're being annoying. And I'm yeah. like, but I'm just playing with it, you see. Um, mm. And it took me a long time to be like, oh, you just, yeah. You know, yeah. People don't, people deserve to talk to you. Yes. <laughs> and not, you know, Get deal with you. Get trapped into a, <laughs> yeah. a sick, twisted game. <laughs> but to be honest, I do feel that sick, twisted games, mm-hmm. to quote my my master Jigsaw, to quote uh, the man who I've learned so much from, a twisted game gives people a chance to be real, to learn from themselves, to, mm. to learn what who they really are. Jigsaw, yes. of course, from Saw. Yes. Yeah. The mastermind from Saw? Yeah. You would agree that, that Jigsaw is a mastermind from Saw? Yeah. So we're on the same page? Yeah. You would agree? Yeah. Okay, so my opponent agrees? Yeah. My, well, me and my opponent are on the same page that uh-huh. Jigsaw is the mastermind from... Saw. And? Saw. And? Saw. And Saw. saw. And Saw. Five. And Saw... And saw four. And saw three. Yeah, Spundy's mama. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, how did um uh what was the attention you got when you slimmed it down? Um uh girls would like me. Cool. Did and, you like that? Yeah. Yeah. And those things were like People I didn't know would talk to me, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like anything in high school that gets you attention. And I was also playing guitar then, and I was like really mm. serious about it. So like I, <laughs> um, and I was also good enough at it that I was like doing public music stuff in my school. That was like at the time felt like there was like a musical hierarchy, which is like 
no, there's just like bands that you could get into and not get into. But I was getting into those bands younger, you know, and I thought those were really cool. So yeah. I think that like I think they're cool. I, there was a certain pe- group of people who thought that was cool, and yeah. I was one of them. But like I think that was also a so I was hanging out with older kids too. Um, but yeah, just like a difference of feeling like people wanted, people liked me. Nice. Uh, and like, and also, uh, you know, getting attention personally and getting attention like create creatively. If you want to call people playing music that age a creative thing, sure. Uh, um, felt like, oh, that's this is work. This is like getting the, uh, you know, this is uh, this is solving the problem. <laughs> you know, mm. uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I I was only realizing this in retrospect that like, oh, I was getting attention for things I didn't think I deserved attention for, you know, or I didn't or I didn't think about myself, you know? Mm. Um which was fine to me to realize that now and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Um is that embarrassing to admit? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to put my jacket on because my arms are cold. Oh, uh, my arms are actually pretty well clothed right now. Wow. Um, so what's your opinion on shirts? What about them? What kinds do you like? And what kinds do you dislike if you dislike any? I like t-shirts. I like plain colored t-shirts. I don't usually like to wear t-shirts with like stuff on them, except a few I have that are like stuff that friends made or have some sort of like sentimental value or like from some experience. Um, I uh, I like wearing button-down shirts. I like wearing clothes that can transition easily from office to um, to stage Nightwear, to night. Day to, to night. Because I feel like there was a long time when I was working with kids and also at an office and also doing comedy. And that was like annoying to change. And so I liked being able to have like a sort of uniform that can go through all that stuff. And like a button down shirt and a tee is great. Like you button, you tuck it, now you're untucking it, now it's open, you know, like um, that's like good. That I think that's for me good. But you know, if we're talking about fashion, gotta talk about hats. Huh? So we have to talk about hats. Oh, right. Okay. Unless you don't want to talk about hats? No, I Let's I not talk about hats. to talk about hats. You don't want to talk about hats. No, I like hats. It's okay. You don't want to talk about hats. So you you like caps, I'm I I'm not going to talk to you about hats unless you want to talk about hats. No, I love What else is going on? Wait, I wrote down some things, I think. I asked you before the show what stuff is going on. Yeah, I told you a and bunch. And I think I wrote down some that I was like, I want to hear more about that. All right, well, what do you want to hear more about? Clearly not hats. How about a journey with hats? It's kind of more fun. Well, I'm having more fun um, talking to you about um, real Tim. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> As if wearing a hat isn't connected to something innately cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> and real and powerful. As if wearing a hat does not make me more powerful for multiple personal and performative reasons. As if wearing a hat doesn't change the person wearing and those observing he or she or they who wear the hat. Them who wear hats are those who thrive, in my personal opinion. Oh, Andrew's giving me a shake. Okay, but what do you want to ask me about? 
Yeah. It turns out I didn't write anything down. I think I was just mentally writing it down. You were actually, but you were actually writing stuff as I was talking. So that's, I wrote down mammal bird creepy. But that was before, you were writing before when we were talking. This is the quiz. Oh, you were writing quiz. So you were writing quiz stuff when I was talking about what was going on in my head. Yeah. Well, you were talking about therapy and Napoleon and Nixon. Yes. And you were talking about doing Dungeon and Dragons with Branson and that Branson is a good DM. He's a very good DM. And you were talking about um, a web series. You were talking about Mm -hmm. stress. Yeah. You were talking about (laughs) <laughs> are there any i'm missing i'm doing a conference oh you're doing a conference yes for college students this mm-hmm. weekend um and where is it it's in orlando oh my god i know that's so funny it is but it's like it's apparently like the biggest one. It's like national so you can get mm-hmm. a lot of bookings from it that's cool so that's what i'm hoping for and i did one of these i bet they pay nice the bookings pay well i've Done one of these conferences before, and I got two bookings, mm-hmm. and those are well paid. And so I wanted to do another one because these are supposed. To, this is supposed to be the one where you get like this Orlando's one where you're supposed to get like all the bookings. Ooh la la! And I really want to make um, money performing. Yeah. And so I wanted to re- that was a big thing when I turned thirty of like really finding avenues to do that that were commensurate with my time and like worth what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um. Where have you performed? Um, well, I haven't. So I got I booked two shows in the doing the Chicago Epca, and they haven't. I haven't gone to them yet, but they're in the books. So mm-hmm. those will be like later in the spring, and and hopefully not in the summer. Where are they going to be? Places in like the Illinois area. Cool. I don't know the names of the schools. Do you know how long your sets are going to be? An hour. That's cool. Which is what I want to do more of, but yeah. it's hard to do that in New York, and it's hard to like. Um, I don't really want to tour. That's not true. I do want to tour, but it's like hard mm-hmm. to book your own stuff that way. And I really want to. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Mdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. I don't know. Maybe I just get lazy and like want to do stuff only if it's commenced, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out, how to like be smart and also respect myself and also like not be afraid of just having fun and going places that would be fun with friends, mm-hmm. you know. No, it's funny. I sometimes what? I've I feel like I've learned that if I have to talk like myself for a while, uh-huh. then there'll be like a very like a very small like this sort of thing. A small what? Like this sort of thing. It's like not even a drawl. It's like a sort of, mm. which is not really where I'm from, but there's a very small version of that. Like version is when I said that. Version? Yeah. Like Southern almost? Yeah, there's some like, mm-hmm. 
And like when I do like a uh, Hampton voice, it's, a, it's like a Maryland, it's a Maryland accent, like that's the sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like a very small, different version of that when I have to talk, have to talk like when myself. I to <laughs> when I have to talk with myself for a while. Mm, I find when I have to talk um, in situations uh, that require you be smart, for instance, in class mm -hmm. or um, I don't know, talking about things that matter and things where you are not supposed to have fun or flirty energy. Yeah. I talk like my dad. Yeah. I talk like my dad. And then people say, what's that accent? And then I say, oh, I'm talking different, am I? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Isn't that a fun way of being noticed? Where you're like, oh, you, you can tell I'm talking differently? Yeah. How interesting, you know? It's weird. I know. You downed all those strawberries. I'm going to eat one more. You're going to eat the last strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> You hate every strawberry in the thing. Jealous? I'm not jealous, but can I honestly say I'm surprised you didn't offer one? Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I didn't want one, but I was like, she's going to offer one. Mm. Well, to me, the strawberries are like my sandwich. <laughs> and I wouldn't offer you a bite of my sandwich. Okay. Okay, I mean, I understand what you're saying. That's where I was coming from. Uh, yeah. But hearing it from you, I'm like, no, that makes sense. When it's a finger food, yeah. you really should offer. Yeah, and but I understand what you're saying. That like, if that's what if if you were like, oh, this is my little meal. Yeah. Um. Then the sure keep it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, keep it. If that's yeah. what you're trying to do. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun with that if you want. I mean, that's cute. Mm hmm. Um. But I do. No, yeah. But I do think it's funny that you ate every strawberry. I like it. I like I I like straw. <laughs> I like um I like strawberries. Mm hmm. What's that? You the you the little thought you the little thought in that. I Mary I know you so well. I can tell when you're thinking something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for. Um, cartoon monsoon. Oh yeah, we're gonna do a um, Earth Day one. Yeah, I'm excited, but also um, shows. Um, I feel like always make me stress because I go, oh wait a second, how far away is that? Oh no. Yeah, yeah. For um, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably meet about it. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, <laughs> it's just another thing to do. Remember when we used to do it all the time? When we used to do it once a week. I loved that. That was really fun. I think. I liked going to the pizza place beforehand. Me too. I like that place for the yeah. cute little kitty cat. Aww. I like doing cartoon monsoons once a week um, because it felt like insane. Yeah. And it felt like a true ragtag. And it felt like we couldn't possibly put enough work into it. So it was just like felt very um, like loosey goosey with like <laughs> a lot of writing. Sure. For some reason around there. <laughs> and when we did it monthly, it was still good. It just felt like there was more. Um, it, well, actually, that's not true. I think probably the best ones we did were when they were monthly because we like put time, more right. time into it. Mm -hmm. um, and then when we stopped doing it monthly, it's like fun doing one once a year. But also it, it sometimes feels like it's based on like a universe that was like, Mm -hmm. you know done weekly for a while and now it's like a once a year or twice a year thing where we are like well what is this world <laughs> you know, uh, like, I know. Um, but I really like it I know I wish we did it every day you wish we did it every day yeah 
Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's how fun it is. Okay. I'm sorry. I would do it every day too. Yeah. Let's ask Steve and Joe if they want to do it every day. Um, <laughs> I would like to see their responses. I yeah. That would be really funny. Um, can I uh, do an impression of how I think it would go? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure. I'll do it every day. That's Steve. Yeah. And then Joe would be like, yeah my uh my joe impression is you can't you have to see it a little bit okay (laughs) but it's basically uh it's it's more of like a quote of his but why are you doing that (laughs) (laughs) wow you sound like his voice a lot in a way that was shocking oh it's just that one line though it's just impressions you know usually you're you know you're getting the intonation, the inflection, yeah, yeah. but you really, you really brought it with that voice. Well, I have a, it a doesn't sound like I have a Sam Taggart too, but you have to sort of see it. Okay, too. it's also it's, it's a. <laughs> you have to sort of see it. I love it. it. You have to sort of see it though. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it would translate to the listener. I don't um, think they're going to really enjoy what I don't think they're going to really enjoy what I did. Um, well, listener, you just have to know that um, Tim was sort of like shaking his hands and doing, um, you know, the indignation movements. Yeah, yeah. And I think it really added something. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, you're doing an impression. The physicality has to. The physicality is the the canvas and the vocal choices are the pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does that work? Yeah. Do you like that? I do. Do you? I think. Oh, no. Oh, no, Mary hate. Oh, no, Mary hates me now. Tim, what do you want to be? When I grow up? Yeah. Um... I want to, uh, I guess my like creative like direction heroes are like Shel Silverstein and Jim Henson and um, uh, Andy Kaufman because um, I think they all like could create worlds in different, not always different mediums, but like in different world they could create different worlds for different people and like using a lot of different skills mm-hmm. um i want to do stuff like that i think the short answer is i want to be an actor because i think that like is really fun um and i have a, and i don't really know what i can do to maintain anything else you know sure but i want to be able to i don't know i want to be able to create a lot of stuff in different spaces that could be musical and visual and, and verbal and i want um, there to be, st- and I want, and I. It's really important for me to have something that's like a really good work that connects with kids because I think that's a really, uh, that seems that seems important. Uh, I don't want to say important. That just seems like a direction they want to go in. I think it's important to a degree, but I just think that it's like, I'd love to make something that kids like. Yeah, you know, and that means a lot to them, growing up. Mm-hmm. That seems like, uh. That's important to me in terms of creative growth. What do you want to be? I don't know. I see you being um, doing kid stuff that has musical element. Um, 
I feel like, Tim, what do you think about this? Don't you feel like as a New York comedian type um, that we get corralled into like, these are the things you're supposed to go out for and the things that you are supposed to want to do. Um, and I feel like you have uh, a good handle on being like, mm, um, like not being true to what you want to do, if that makes sense. Um, like I feel like sometimes people get like upset about quote not getting quote like things that they didn't even want in the first place. Yeah, I I mean I get upset about that stuff. Sure. Um, because I think it always feels like not being seen and feels like the work you're mm -hmm. putting isn't going anywhere. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff I don't want that I don't care about. But the stuff that like, but I get upset about stuff I don't get, and I get really, and it's harder and harder to not feel bitter about seeing, sure, um, you know, success around you, mm -hmm. uh, and it's really easy to get mean spirited about that, and I think that's something that I try to check because I think it's like a really nasty thing to cultivate in yourself and a really like uncharitable thing about people who you care about, you yeah. know, um, but. But I, I feel that way. I, what I will say is I don't like, I don't want to do, I have a hard time, I feel like there's a bunch, uh, what am I trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Mm. I feel like there's certain stuff I do where like, I have to do it very much in my way. I think sometimes people take that as like a, well, what I'm really trying to say is that I feel like when I do stand up, people have really weird reactions to me sometimes. Whether mm. I'll either be like, "What is you're weird," <laughs> or they'll be like, "What you're doing is very unusual," you know. Sure. And I always want to be like, "It's not really," you know. Sure. Um, that's what I'm. You know, do you know what I mean? I do. I'm. I'm sure you get a similar thing. Oh, big time. I'm sure like emotion most of our friends in stand up yeah. world, which a lot of us have like really invested time into in some ways. Sure. You know. I always take it as like um like a, a sexist or homophobic thing. Yeah. Like I feel like it's anything like that isn't overtly masculine. It's like what are you doing? Like I feel like that's the connecting factor between things. I guess I feel like a lot of times um like women get that reaction mm -hmm. and like if their jokes were told word for word same inflection by a man it would just be like cool stand up yeah i think that's probably true yeah can you get what's, what's one of your jokes like a short one i could say um um <laughs> you've become a, you've become a riff queen is that, I've become is that a riff problem? queen <laughs> Trying to think of one that isn't too stupid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I have this joke. <laughs> um uh that it may seem like I'm doing really well at comedy, but I actually still have to do my day job doing forensic ballistics for the police. I know it seems like I'm doing really well at comedy, but I still have to do my day job, uh, which is doing ballistic oh, shit. 
it, it wasn't working in my voice either way, to be honest. Sure. But I still messed it up. If it was like um, a fat frat dude saying that, and it was like, I feel like the... Yeah, I know people think I'm doing well at comedy. <laughs> like I don't know I, what the voice is. This this, right? this, this this voice is something else either. Like, I feel like people would more immediately get that because they've seen, like, of course, this is lazy fat guy comedian. Oh, I yeah, know yeah. this. Um, and if it's in a package they're less familiar with, then they're like, okay, I guess they're being artsy. <laughs> you know what's funny? I feel like when I started doing stand-up, I um, was not doing anything different than I'm doing now, just like mm -hmm. much worse and without jokes, you know? <laughs> um, and so it looked really dumb. Mm -hmm. um, but when I got glad, or like, I had broken my glasses and so I wasn't wearing them for like a few years and then I finally got new glasses and then, and they were sort of like thick framed, thick framed glasses. Mm. And it really was a thing of like the moment I started wearing them, I wasn't better, <laughs> but people sort of got what oh. I was doing just like a little bit more. You know, I, Brooklyn. <laughs> a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Like you can feel, you can, you, yeah. you, and you can feel that like little jet, tiny not nudge of like, of people listening to you just a little bit more, you know? Sure, And I yeah. do think it was that simple of like, oh, I'm wearing glasses now. And like, so I do think like people having like stand-up uniforms, I think is like, I get it, you know? Yeah. You do like teach people how to look at you in some ways, mm -hmm. which I think is funny. It is funny. <laughs> do you feel similarly about your hair? Oh my God, I feel so free now that my hair is blonde again. Yeah, you always talk about that. I was you know? trapped under a rock when I had brown hair. <laughs> you talk like that, but you believe that, right? I do believe yeah. that. I'm saying it in a funny voice because it's so um, stupid to say, but I very much believe it. I've been trying to be better about saying stuff that I think is like, like I recently said, which I think is true, but sounds really bad. Um, so I just traded in my old guitar for a new guitar. Um, and I got, so it means I got a really great discount on a guitar that was like uh, better than my old guitar because mm -hmm. I could trade in and get some of that money. Um, and someone was like, well, why do you want to get this new guitar? And there was a few, there's a few like practical reasons. Like I want a, a guitar with an electric input so I can like perform easier rather than have a, a microphone yeah. in an extra microphone in there. But then one of the things I said was true was like, I, um, I wrote a bunch of great songs on my old guitar and I was feeling like I there was no more songs left in it. And I n sometimes think like your relationship with an instrument like reaches an end at times and I wanted a new relationship with a new instrument. Do you know what I mean? Like a hermit crab and it's a little shell. I, yeah, yeah. And I said that and my friend was like, ha ha ha, you know, mm -hmm. um, which is true. Um, but I do think that stuff when you verbalize feelings like that, they always sound like hyperbolic and like I was under a rock without my hat, you know, like, sure. or like I do feel like sometimes when I wear hats, that is also me hiding, you know, mm -hmm. and that's like, those are hyperbolic words, but I think they speak to emotional. Sure. Well, I mean, it's the diff in the way that you feel wearing your fave shirt compared to a shirt that you don't like that much. What's your favorite shirt? Ooh, good cue. Mm, what's my fave shirt? My fave. Ooh, my fave shirt lately is a t-shirt. Um, it's black and it says Presita Eyes on it, mm -hmm. and um, and I like to tie it in a little knot mm -hmm. so that it looks um sexier and flirtier. Mm -hmm. And it's comfy and it's soft, and I like it. Mm. Mm hmm. That sounds great. Yeah. What's your favorite shirt? 
I got this big like burgundy one I like. I was also big with like um uh I don't even know what color it is. It's like kind of purplish but like more muted, which I like. Um I have a shirt with a big peach on it, which I like, which I got from an orchard. And it's got a big peach on it, which I like. Bless you. Bless you. You sick man. Um, yeah, I think those are my favorite shirts. Nice. I also like this shirt. It's a green button down. I like it too. Yeah, it's been, it's not my favorite, but it's been it's been in my rotation of like in my in the special ones, you know. It looks nice. I like things. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I've just been curious about the shirt and the selection mm-hmm. because <gasps> it is the same exact color as your undershirt. Um, what was the thought process? Oh my gosh, you know. Was there? No. There really wasn't. I thought it was a set. I thought it was a set. It's not a set. This is, I've never realized these two are the same color shirt before. Yeah, same it's a set. Color. It's a set for sure. Wow. Fuck. It's like it would be at the store on the hanger like that. It's like you like this? Well, you're really going to love this. Wait, now I remember my actual favorite shirt. It's a tie-dye shirt that I stole from a camper when I was a camp counselor the summer after college. Mm. Did it fit you? So, all the campers were doing a bunch of tie-dye <laughs> shirts. And the counselors brought all the tie-dye shirts in to uh, dry in the uh, in the uh, uh, washer-dryer room the laundry room that only the counselors had access to. And as I walked in to do my normal laundry, I saw some of the counselors who were doing the tie-dye laying out the, uh, uh, drying their shirts. And I said, looked around, I said, oh, these look great. And they said, yes, they all did a great job. And I said, ooh, that one's really cool. And someone said, well, take it. And I was like, what, me, take it? And they said, they don't know what they've done. They don't know what these are gonna look like. And they all did so many, so it doesn't matter. And I said, okay, and I took it, and I still wear it to this day. And in fact, I love it. Mm. How old are these children? Oh, these are like uh, middle school, high school. Oh, okay. So yeah. it would fit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Middle, from middle school to high school, there's all shapes and sizes. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. I'm going to say like second grade. And I was like, mm. You don't think I pull off second grade? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um... feel like well i don't want to end this podcast until i um whittle away into um your emotional core okay and i don't think that we've gotten there yet what do you want to ask me and i don't even know what i want (laughs) uh it well i'm having fun that you're being so honest about um your Self and the way that you think about yourself and stuff. Thank you. I like it. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. It's getting. It's a uh, therapy's really good. I think everyone should go to therapy, and I think it's helping me a lot, and it's making me a lot more comfortable talking about stuff that I was afraid to talk about and stuff I didn't think was like cool. Um, and also, uh. Why didn't you want to talk about that stuff before? Because you thought it was boring to people or or that they wouldn't like hearing? I think it's boring. Yeah. Um, I think it's unfair to like put that on people and I'm trying to get over that feeling of like what like whatever, you know? Yeah. You can talk to people how you think about stuff. Um I think it 
wasn't fun. I didn't think it was a fun part of me. Mm. Um, and I didn't think anyone cared. Mm. Um, and I thought the only way to get people to enjoy company was like, uh, you know, uh, I guess making jokes. But mm. for me, jokes is like <laughs> really annoying characters. You know? Sure, yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I just think I, th- I didn't think, uh, I don't know, didn't feel worthy. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of, what was I just going to say? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's fun to feel comfortable being open. Yeah. And I think that's true, but I also don't want to go in direction. Because like when I, when I started therapy, it was like all I wanted to talk about anyone was like, you didn't do therapy? What's yours like? Here's what's mine like. What's yours? Mm. You know, like, and I think that's also a trap too. So I'm trying to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm, sure. I'm trying to be comfortable, but also still be uh, responsive to people. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. I went to therapy before I came here. How was it? I liked it. I really like my therapist. Her name is Nicole. This is the same one. This is the same one. Oh, I spoke to her. Really? I did. I love her. Because you and Steve, you and Steve recommended her to me. It's true. And then I called her, but uh, I went with someone who took my insurance. Mm-hmm. But she was really nice and cool. She's so nice. Yeah. I like her. I like her too. She's pregnant. She is. Oh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. 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 She's pregnant and she has a dog. Well, you know, that's, that's, you know, I will tell you about dogs. Okay. I'll tell you about <laughs> dogs. I've said this on a few podcasts this time. I don't think dogs should be in public. What? I don't think dogs should be in public. Okay, well, I think there's countries you could go to where you would be happier. Okay. With, with the dog situation. Yeah, okay, I don't really mean that. What I do mean, that's like the hyper, that's the hyperbolic version. What I do mean is that like, I think, I don't like dogs in offices or dogs in bars or dogs in restaurants, you know? Yeah, I feel the same. Can, can I come over? Yeah, please. Yes, 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 yes. So sorry. Because I also have a very strong opinion about dogs uh, in a public atmosphere. I mean, like, they're allowed in public, uh, on the street, and what have you. However, yeah, not in bars. I'd feel uncomfortable if they're, like, in the CVS. Uh, Service dogs are just doing their thing, obviously. Um, However, uh, I do want to talk about... um, Dogs without leashes on the sidewalk. Don't appreciate it. I hate it. Oh my God. Put that dog on a leash. Well, so my thought about that is, is that, and here's, I think where all this, like, I am being a bit hyperbolic, but I think the core of where it comes from is that I've had enough dogs jump up on me where like, and the owner is like, don't worry, he's fine. And I'm like, if he's jumping on me, he's not fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want this. Just because you have a dog doesn't mean that Anna doesn't is going to kill me. It's going to kill me now. She's going to kill you. She's going to kill me. But like, well, I love her dog. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's why every every rule has an exception. I love her dog. But like yeah, when dogs, right. would, it's true. You're just trying to save face. No, I so don't. She doesn't kill you. No, I don't. I, I do want to be alive, but I do like Ladybird. <laughs> but like, I do think that um, that's happened enough times. It's just it made me realize this thing about dog owners where it's like, oh. 
It's okay. It's in the office. It's a dog. You're all gonna like it. Okay. It's okay. We're in the. It's in this bar. It's a dog. You're all gonna like it. And that is the sort of thing where I'm just like, I don't like, but I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you don't want to be the guy that says it. No, but I'm yeah. growing more and more comfortable. Cool. <laughs> throwing that awful I opinion feel in the world. Like most uncomfortable when I'm walking down the sidewalk and then I see an unattended, unattended mm. dog, and then I'm just like, okay, because like I'm on alert mode now. I'm yeah. Like, okay, whose dog? Is this? And yeah. Then I see the person. They're like, "Oh, it's fine." I'm like, "Not really." I know. <laughs> but you. But there's never a time when you can say like, "No, that actually wasn't fine." Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> your dog's being like, I love it. I love it when I walk by someone and their dog's sort of pulling and and they say, "You should actually back away. It's not that friendly." Love that. Sure. Love that. Give me that any day of the week. Because uh, it's like such an I don't know. Because I feel so there's so few people who will respond with any degree of like. Uh, 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 I was gonna say like rationality, which is an insane thing to say. Sure. But like, we'll re- respond to a dog situation like, uh, in the way that they should. You know, mm. does that make sense? I guess. Mary, you're giving me a look. I just don't have a strong opinion. I'm okay with people not liking dogs in public places, but I don't really, I don't really care if they're there. Oh gosh. Well, huh? What? Um, the only thing that's annoying to me about it is that when I see that, I end up like having to like wait with the dog until the person shows up, just in case it's a lost dog. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, why you scare me like that? Yeah, I know. Put your dog on a leash. I know. I just don't want to be scared in public. What do you want, Mary? What do you want? I'm not sure. (laughs) What do you want? I'm not sure. Mary, what do you want from me? Let's see. What do I want from this pod? I don't know. I think I'm tired today. I think I've relied on Andrew saying um, a fun intro. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think I'm really resting (laughs) (laughs) during this recording. I don't know. I don't know, Tim. Even even with all the strawberries, you didn't get a little sugar high? Because um, strawberries are famously very sugar-fulled fruits. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I'm talked out. <gasps> You're talked out. From going to therapy. Oh, that might be it. That happens. Mm-hmm. That happens, yeah. Or also, I think um, I am liking talking about you and your feelings, but then also uh, there's... Uh, what do you call? You know, a meta uh, consciousness part of my brain that's like, all right, keep it, keep it fun for the pod. I'll keep it fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think it's making me scattered. Yeah. As you, a host. So you, you don't think we're having fun? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're enjoying each other's company, yeah, but prob- we're not like. Yeah! Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, but when I I did Brett's podcast recently and I had a lot of fun and me being fun was like pretending to be drunk and like pretending to beat him up and and then like <laughs> when he beat me up, I would like do a joker laugh and like <laughs> you know. Sure. And then I locked him in the locked him in my bathroom and like screamed at him. Oh and that was God. very fun. Yeah. Things where you get to yell and have belly laughs. Now that's fun. Oh yeah. Connecting with a person enjoyable. Enjoyable. Yeah. 
I that's why improv's fun because you can do both if yeah. you're doing it right. Sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We can agree yeah. on this. We can agree on this. Yes. But podcast not improv. Podcast not improv. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> if only. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Tim, what are you doing after this? <laughs> What's up? Tim, what are you doing after this? I think I'm going to do an open mic. I think I'm going to write before, and then I have to go home and pack for my trip to Orlando tomorrow. Um, do you want to take the G train with me? It depends where you're going, because I'm going to have to walk. I want to go to the paper source first. I need to pick up some card stock. Wow. It's like a 12-minute walk. But let's actually see where... I actually think it's, but no, I think it's actually pretty close to the Burgundy. Wow. Um, all right, I got all these Tim texts. Tim is looking it up on his phone. Yes, I'm going to Paper Source. It's a 12 minute walk away. And yeah, it's really close to the Burgundy. If you want to walk that direction with me. I don't know. It's a 12 minute walk. I don't know. What's, you don't, so you want to, you want to walk me? To Fulton, but not to Bergen. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. <laughs> well, I have to be honest. You I, have to go to Bergen. I, that's the way. That's literally the way I'm going. Uh, mm. Can we hang out another time? <laughs> I guess so. Can we? <laughs> uh, we're not. We're not going to talk about this Twitter. Oh right. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I just want to say, if we can, is it going to read well on this? Because I, I, I honestly don't know if it's going to read well on this. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm nervous. Should I? No. Yeah. I feel like, okay, I still feel like we shouldn't say what the tweets are, but we can describe what is happening because I don't want this person, I don't want people to contact this person. So what's happening is that Tim is enthralled by a stranger's Twitter account. The stranger lives in Nebraska, mm -hmm. I believe. And they have a They are a they have a big small following. Or maybe they, they right? maybe they're like ten thousand followers, yeah. which is pretty good, you know? Um and they're sort of like they are sort of Well, they're totally spiraling in their personal life and tweeting all about it. So what's weird is that this person will sort of do normal, kind of funny, like normal meme day of Twitter stuff. Yeah. But then this person is also... Like weird Twitter type humor. Like weird Twitter type humor, but is also like extremely Catholic and like gets involved in a bunch of like Catholic Twitter. And very rigid. Very rigid in his Catholicism. <laughs> um, and like also very like... I don't even know if I'd call him socially conservative. He certainly like loves dunking on liberals and how ridiculous the left is, <laughs> but is also not alt right and like makes fun of like alt right stuff all the time yeah. too. But he's definitely more conservative than he is of the left, and a lot he's of that has like, to do with his um, cult. But a lot of his conservatives believes he'll go back to like Catholic doctrine, so he'll stay like <laughs> I'm gonna like say something like what he says. Sure. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, some of the vocab he uses is kind of what makes him pop. I yeah, would say. which is why it's hard to do this without like reading it right. exactly. Like, well, he says the word pious pretty often. <sighs> I guess. Well, part we of what's fun. We really shouldn't read these out loud. No. Right? Fuck. He, the stuff he says sounds like what Tim says 
ironically. Yeah. But this guy really, really means it. I can't give you a version of this without reading it. Well, there's actually one that he deleted, which I have, which I... Oh. <laughs> but, it do, but it doesn't make sense out of content. I could make them up. So, I think I could do it. In this one, uh, in this one, he got in this really big battle with... I forget what the Twitter controversy was, but it was like... Sort of like... In his mind, it was leftists being stupid... And then people were like, actually, I think you're not being fair. And then he just said, I don't care anymore. People need destroying. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. You don't know his other to stuff. truly, to like, not ironically say that people need destroying. And this is like a very true belief based on all of his tweets. Like, we're not misconstruing. Like, he definitely thinks that like people need to be broken down. Yeah. It's... it's <laughs> See, his language is so specific, I don't know how to, like, capture this stuff. Okay, let me try. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> okay. Uh, he would say... Um, Actually, wait. Can I dogs shouldn't be allowed in public. Not because I have a problem with it, but because dogs are not of the human world. Dogs are from a barbaric animal world and they do not belong in stores. It would be some. It would be something like uh, uh, dogs do not belong in church because dogs are not human. There's nothing wrong with that, but humanity is glorious. Yeah. <laughs> yes, know? there's a lot of like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like there's this one that he has. It, it, he usually dismisses something and then says like, but it's nothing wrong. My faith demands that I think this. I mean, here's one. Here's let me let me, let me, let me try this one. He, he goes like, um, like I think I don't think there's anything wrong with vegetarianism. I think it's probably good for the world. But for me, faith comes first, and we have dominion over all creatures. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. But then what's also true is that he's been fired for from three jobs <laughs> in the past year, and he's going in a spiral about it, and it's very like. I feel of affection for him because I'm watching him like really struggle with it's really weird with yeah. his like life. Because sometimes he'll, yeah, he'll tweet weird things about piousness and how humans are the only animals with souls. Yeah. But then other times he'll be like, "Well, I guess another year without any romantic contact." Yeah. Like just like bleak. <laughs> yeah. Like went to another interview, felt good. Nothing's gonna come of it. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. Or like and and also Or just sort of vague like, well, fucked it up again. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, like what's happening? And sometimes we'll get really angry and like someone tweets something that's like, oh, you know, uh, you know, it's okay to like you can still believe in God and not believe in heaven or something like that, and he'll respond like like not not when that's maybe it's the law. <laughs> you know, like, do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. <sighs> and like he'll get replies from more uh, mentally sound people that try to use logic, being like, "Hey, I think you're actually being a little intense now." And then he'll like quote reply yeah. about how they're being foolish. <laughs> But sometimes he will be really like sensitive about that stuff and yeah. be like, I see what you're saying. I didn't mean that, but this is how I feel. Yeah. So I do feel like, <laughs> I guess he is just such like an unfiltered presence in ways that I find so like interesting to read about that I feel a lot of affection. I feel like I sort of know a version of this guy. 
Sure. Um, he's just, yeah. God. <laughs> Have we, we can cut out any of this stuff that you, you, that you think is like revealing too much. Um, I feel like I want to cut out everything except for the past half hour and Andrew's funny intro. Wait, really? <laughs> um, I feel like I'm totally understanding um, what Pete Holmes feels like where you don't really get to the meet until one fucking hour in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, don't you feel like, well, I think maybe saying out loud that um, we were enjoying each other but not having fun. Um, it's sort of, um, I think it put our hair down. It did put, put our my hair down. hair down. Put my hair down a little bit too. I gotta say. Well, but you know, it's, I think, I think, and if, and even if this part's cut out, this, and even if the, the part that I'm referencing it was cut out, <laughs> it was, I think it's fine. I think it's fine yeah. too. Um, I like, it's, it's fun to feel, I'm trying to be better about feeling like open and sensitive and like honest. And I appreciate the opportunity to do that with a friend, you know? Mm -hmm. And like mics are, having microphones obviously makes it a heightened situation. So like that feels a little sure, more deliberate yeah. and that's like, I don't want to say it's fun, but it does is like that, you know, it didn't feel bad, mm -hmm. um, but you can cut out that stuff if you want. Mm. I don't know. I like, I hope if you cut it out, please keep in the cut stuff out. Cause I think that's really <laughs> sure. cool. Too. I think also I was feeling um, self-conscious about uh, being probing about your psyche and um, I understand also trying to make you feel comfortable and um um because well <sighs> i don't know huh i don't know i feel like it can come off as like what is even the word I want to use? I don't know, intrusive or something? I mean, it's not. It's a podcast. That's yeah. like the opportunity. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. You know, that's like what happens. I think, I, I, I think, I think. Trying to be like uh, a good host, not as in podcast host, as in person yeah, who yeah. is um, entertaining you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I've, I, I will not be offended if you keep all this in and I will not be offended if you edit out like, Half of it, I will not be uh, offended if you edit like one thing that you didn't want. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I feel like that's you can do that to make sure the experience you want to make. Sure. Um, it's uh, it's weird that you haven't asked me about Spondissimo. Well, that was on purpose. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, because you did say it pretty early on, and I was like, I'm not going to take well, the bait. Well, I actually said Splendissima la mango. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Splendissimo, the Splendissimo con carne. Yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm just not going to ask about it. There's also a bit clumbable. Piacere. Yeah, so true. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do want to do Cartoon Monsoon every day, or I want um, I want us to be in school and see each other every day. Okay, that's okay. Let's, let's do that instead. Let's go to school. Let's go rather than do one show every one puppet show every day. Sure. Hmm. Yeah, they should bring back school so I can see my friends every day. <laughs> yeah, it's called grad school. It's called grad school. 
<laughs> it's yeah, okay. literally. I fantasize about getting an advanced degree, do you? Sometimes. I would never do it. I would never do it. I've thought about it. I've thought about it what if I need to. I've thought about what if I need to change my life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, but I don't know what that would be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What I, if What if I need to change my life? You know. Uh, you're saying that you're probing Tim, but Tim is here just like providing anything. Well, only because I've been probed enough that now I'm a now I'm a no. She was no. Not probing you. No. She's huh? not probing you. She what? You said that you went to therapy. Therapy has been big for you. Um, no. You Stop it. It's true. You are making it look like I did this. And really, I'm just responding to the questions. You just that want the... to come on the Mary's podcast and just talk about therapy. That's not what I wanted to do. Ooh, I like this. Continue. <laughs> you think you know me well, but you don't know me at all. I don't know. I know enough. You know. revealed it all. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I want a new producer for my podcast, Hampton High. Uh, you, you're, promo. you're off. You're off it. I'm texting Brett now. Wow. Oh my god. Well, it's all, it's all here. Just tell him to listen to this episode. Yeah. Well, you are my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What else can I ask you, Tim? I've already asked you about um, self-esteem and yes. weight yes. and um. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you this. I'm going to pretend to ask you this as a joke. So uh, what's your relationship with all your family members? Well, with my dad, it's a little... <laughs> Let me back up. <laughs> you know what I started watching yesterday? What? This Is Us. Oh, I haven't seen it. I like it. I was in the mood to cry. Yeah. And sometimes I have a hard time crying. And so I need to... Um, either think about my dog that died or watch something sad to um, begin, begin the cry. And so I had heard that it's a good cry show. It's watching it. I like it. I can't wait to watch more. I am. Um, I like it. I listened to the Mark Marin Mandy Moore. So did I. But I also listened to a few months ago, this like, I don't know how I found out about this, but like it was episode one of this one woman's podcast that's like charting the history of Britney Spears. Okay. And Mandy Moore is the first guest on the wow. episode. And I listened to the whole thing. I didn't listen to any more episodes in this podcast. But it was like interesting hearing her talk to like a true super fan in a way where like she was like very polite and very cool and very like I don't know. I think she's cool. I like the way she talks like about her, her career. I yeah. It's rare it's rare to have someone who was that big when we were kids for them for me to feel like they're human beings do you know what i mean sure when they're like yeah this is my career you know they're talking about it as a career rather than like a thing you know yeah she talks very lucidly yes about it i like it when she's like in the marin where she's like oh my god uh she's like uh oh what do you think of like you know britney spears and christina aguilera and she was like well there was i was sort of made to be in competition with them and they were so big already that like i didn't really I couldn't really be their fan because, like, I was an alternative to them. So, like, I don't know. I'm not that plugged into them because I was, like, such a, on the parallel but less, but, like, le truly lesser track, you know? Mm -hmm. I thought that was a really interesting way of talking about Did you see the Backstreet Boys documentary? Yes, which you are very into. Yeah, I've seen it, like, five times. <laughs> I think I saw it because of you. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. 
I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> um... You are just not going to release this episode. No, I'm going to release the whole thing. Um, and I'm not going to edit any of it. Because I, as someone that listens to radio and crap near constantly. Yeah. Um, I am never self-conscious about like, oh, this podcast is bad and no one will want to listen to it. Oh, good. People want to listen to stuff. Yeah. They do. Good. Right? <laughs> Even something bad like this? No. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. No, I was just joking. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. Oh, no. We are... I mean, if you think that... No, I, I don't think. This Twitter guy is entertaining, right? I love him. Right? Yeah. Then us just, like, talking is fun <laughs> to I don't think we. I don't think anything I've seen... In New York comedy is as entertaining as this guy's Twitter. Yeah. I want to go on tour forever. I'm tired of New York, I think. Yeah, I want to do that too. I'm tired of doing shows. I know what you mean. It's like too much. I'm tired of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I really liked going to Montana. Want, oh, yeah. How was Montana? It was great. I want that to be my life. I, yeah. just, I just want to go to cool towns. And pop in for a couple days. Yeah. And then go somewhere else until I'm tired of that lifestyle and say, oh, I just want to be in one place. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I just want to live in a place where I have a pond. Yeah, that's fair. And I want to have a pond that like has animals in it that with like crawfish and like you know, God, a frog and God willing a turtle or something like that. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Um, And like dragonflies and like. Mm. Um, and I want to be the place where I can be like, you know, I think I actually need to enter some fish in this ecosystem to make it as healthy as possible. You know, like that's that's where, where do I, you think this is geographically? Well, I realized this when um, I went upstate because my my girlfriend's really tight with all of her like high school friends mm -hmm. and they all like live in different parts of the world now. And they're really good about like staying in touch and like they planned a like get together of like, everyone going. So them and all their boyfriends came and this little uh cabin upstate this little airbnb cabin and there was a pond behind there where i like, spent a lot of time i guess because mm -hmm. it was like really n nice you know and then there i was like oh i want and there was a lot of crawfish a lot of frogs a lot of dragonflies and i was like walking around trying to look at all the stuff i could find and like i grew up near a creek where i could like look for animals and stuff mm -hmm. and there was a lot of like you know fish and frogs and and uh and cool birds I was like a family of heron, great blue mm -hmm. heron that lived nearby. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like, oh, yeah, this is like, if this, if I could live in a place where like there's an ecosystem, like a little micro ecosystem, like a pond, I would say a pond's a micro ecosystem. People might say it's a regular ecosystem, but in terms of like, you know, I'd say it's a micro one. Do you want to live close to New York City or does that not matter? I want to have a career. For sure. So I feel, you know, whatever can whatever I can do, I'll still have in the career. Yeah. So if that means living in New York, sure. I don't want to live by water, though. I do want to live by water. Yeah. Andrew. So true. <laughs> this is your longest episode. Ever. I know. What a thrill. <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem too thrilled about it, though. Um, 
I feel more thrilled now. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So you're coming up from your sugar your sugar nosedive, right? Yes. And now you'll walk from the Bergen. I know, well, because I have okay. to meet someone. Okay. And I meet someone, so. Okay. I'm just thinking. No. Say no more, mademoiselle. Um, I think maybe um, I'm not looking thrilled because I don't feel super comf being um, forthcoming. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. I think you can edit it. I do feel, as I said before, I feel really comfortable if there's anything you want to edit out. I won't be offended there's anyway. nothing I want to edit out. Okay. I think you should if you don't want to. I think I feel pressured to be forthcoming and then I'm like, oh, I don't even know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. I hope I wasn't too forthcoming. I hope I wasn't guiding the conversation to allow me to reveal <laughs> stuff I wanted to talk about. Andrew. It's right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I think I feel withholding. I feel like as soon as this podcast stops, I'm going to start being way more honest. Yeah. And that's making me feel strange. <laughs> well, I do... Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. I will say that it's, I've been really like, I mean this non-sexually. I mean, this, I have been like getting off on like being open in a way. Mm-hmm. So like. <laughs> Thank do you, you know, for telling us that it's non-sexual. Well, I mean, how, I mean, but do you mean like, how else do you say that? Like, like I've been really yeah, like. Know. Yeah, 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 amped. yeah. Amped. It's not like I'm amped. It's, I've been feeling really excited about, yeah. you know, and this is what I was saying before about like trying to take, like therapy stuff spilling over too much is being like oh I'm really ex- because this feels like a thing that I, f- I suddenly feel more comfortable with I've been excited to bring that because mm. I know it's like something you, you were hungry for yeah before. and I noticed that when you do like if you and this is why it's fun when you first meet someone who's doing therapy too the moment you're like oh what are you talking about suddenly you're having a real conversation with someone that maybe you've only had the big conversations with before mm. and it's really fun to connect with people you know it is fun and sometimes it's like you know I don't know, and that like, and this is like a really easy, socially acceptable way to be like, oh, I was talking about this in therapy, and then you reveal something big about yourself that like is maybe too much, and then someone's like, oh, cool, here's my version of that, you mm-hmm. know, and then it's like, oh, great, now we like we've, uh, uh, now we've formed a bond that we can go off back to being, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so I do think I have been like open to. Or excited about when that opportunity arises to get to that place recently been like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go there. Like, I can do that. Um, which is a mixed bag, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure, you know. Um, I also feel like we both do podcasts where, like, we don't have to reveal too much about ourselves. Sure. Like, that's, like, like, that's, like baked into the premise. Is that, yeah. like, or if we do, it's, like, through a, uh, you know... Uh, it's a, lens it's a through some, a lens or yeah. like a trick, um, and so it it does feel a little like weirder mm-hmm. to be like, okay, well here's what I really Weird. think. Well, I really think of this rather than being like, I'm actually it actually hurts me when I am not loved. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. In therapy today, um, I talked about feeling shy. You mm-hmm. shy, mm-hmm. but you're so you com- don't think? No, you are. Yeah. I think you're shy. I'm very shy. Yeah, I think you're shy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Yeah, no, I've always seen you're shy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I know. I think you're very shy. Yeah. <laughs> um, why do you feel like you're shy? 
Um, I feel like, well, as I said towards the beginning of the pod, um, I like all the stuff that I do and all the stuff that I do opens you up to be um, a person to be looked at. Mm -hmm. And um, so I enjoy doing this stuff. And then I also feel like, no, don't look at me. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to figure out that. I have to figure out how to make it um, not make me uncomfortable so that I can better live my life. Yeah. For instance, in Montana, um, Jador, I love. I had the best time. Everyone was so nice. But it made my skin crawl when people were like, that was great. Oh, my God. That was great. You're so great. It made me want to um, vanish. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I guess if I become like a true um, famous person, um, this will be very bad. I think people, William, what's that thing that I've heard about people who put on like faces, not faces, but they're like, they have like a stock answer. Thank you very much. What's your name? You know, like. Yeah. Just like I have a, I have a script to deal with that because it does feel weird. Yeah, it's uncomfortable because, well, it's like when you get off stage, it feels like you're supposed to. Your natural reaction is, okay, now I can be my normal self again. Yeah. But you're still sort of, quote, on stage when people are talking to you. Yeah. In that way. I feel like. So you do sort of still have to perform and be like, oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. I know. And I still, when I, really, you might be tired. I also feel like I've already gotten what I wanted out of you. <laughs> sure. Do you know where it's like. Yeah. We had my. That's funny. Thank you so much. You gave me the opportunity to do my preferred social relationship, which is me with all of you looking. But now it's just you and me. I've already gotten what I want, (laughs) you know? So what am I supposed to do? That's really funny. I know. That's a good point. Yeah. It's kind of rude, but it's also how I feel. Yeah. I try to think that, you know, uh, I don't know, be a good host is sort of the mindset. Like, like they're talking to you because they want to they are going to get something nice out of it and you might make them feel good yes so you should focus on that instead of the i feel weird i know yeah but it's hard to do well i feel weird (laughs) i feel weird (laughs) oh you don't know me (laughs) you actually don't know yeah yeah i feel that (laughs) yeah i feel that too yeah to be known. To be known. To be known. To be known. To be known by the one who knows you. To be known. To be known. To be known. To be known. To be known by the one who cares. Um Yeah. As a teen, I don't think I liked being getting attention. Oh, I did. Maybe that's it's like a similar thing yeah. at play. I needed it. Like feeling people look at you is like, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's not your choice or something. I don't know. Yeah, I loved it. I loved being attention. <laughs> uh huh. I was when I work with kids. I always get annoyed by the kids who remind me of me because they because <gasps> they uh, they're, they're always like trying to get attention but they're bad at it i'm like yeah. I, i've been doing this for years and you're doing it the wrong time you know like sure you should have waited for later to do that oh my god and like you you got attention with nothing yeah get attention with something you know sure yeah yeah 
Andrew. I think Andrew. <laughs> I think Andrew is mad at mad at us. I didn't, I didn't yeah, I think so. I do have somewhere to be. It's not like a hard. Uh, well, I, we're just getting into it, Andrew. We have to be here for another hour. <laughs> Five hours. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I do before that. the show, when I was talking about what we should do for the show, and before we decided on beauty parlor, one of my ideas was to just talk about Andrew the whole time. And now I feel like we're getting there. <laughs> oh, getting well, well, what do you want to say about Andrew? Then I'll say what I want to say about Andrew. Um, I thought it'd be funny if we just like described him to the listener, like what he's wearing right now, and. <laughs> Okay, well, he's wearing uh, <laughs> black boots, black jeans. Uh, sort of a bomber jacket. Is that what you call that kind of jacket? Um, yeah, it's a bomber. Is that a sweater or a t-shirt? It's a uh, sweater. No, it's like a long sleeve. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Light sleeves. Um, yeah. And he's got some nice, I like his socks a lot. Handsome face mm-hmm. and nice skin as well. Mm-hmm. He's Just very handsome. He's got a nice swoop of the hair and yeah. uh, his, he's got nice arched eyebrows. Oh, he Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. He's he's a a little bit judgmental, to be honest. No, I like it. (laughs) He says what we're all thinking. Yeah, yeah. And that we didn't know we were thinking until he said it. And then we're like, yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) Andrew's really helpful on my podcast. Because sometimes we'll like we'll like go nutso and then we'll be like, How where do we go here? Mm -hmm. And then Andrew's really good at being like, Well, what about this? Or like, this doesn't make sense. Or like, or, <laughs> yeah. or, or, or like, or, or I mean, here's an option of something you guys can, it's uh, a, it's a nice, I feel like we have nice collab combos. It's so much fun. It I is. Love it. I like doing it. Wow. Well, okay. Maybe, maybe I'm comfortable with the podcast ending. Oh. I think I'm more comfortable now. Or should we keep going, Andrew? Oh, I mean, finally we're talking about me and then you're like, well, I got what I wanted, <laughs> which is describing you. <laughs> do you ask culturistas? I don't. I do uh, both of your shows and unofficial experts. Okay, so you're are are you? So have you been? You haven't been given uh, uh, an HBA. I know. I am. Uh, I I come in for last Colch every once in a while when Emma can't do it, and I yeah. So the. I, so you, so then you have been introduced as H H P A. It's in writing. Yep. Ooh, well, you know about this? No. Uh, Joe Cilio was famously hot producer Joe in the Last Culture Restos, <gasps> and uh, that became, you know, a meme, a T-shirt, uh, yeah, a story. Yeah, the first time it happened. I mean, like, I think the first time it happened was with Seek Treatment, and then Pat called me a hot producer Andrew. I didn't understand the reference. I was like, oh, he's just calling me hot. Yeah. 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 For yeah. the listeners. And I was like, wow, I could take that to the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, and then I not much. <laughs> well, now, okay, I want to take back my praise of you and your good looks because now I'm worrying about Joe um, getting wind of us praising you. And I don't want him to feel bad because, you know, he moved 
um, away and I don't want him to feel replaced at all because he's not. So I don't want him to think that. So I'm not going to say that you're handsome at all. Joe did a really funny, <laughs> he did a really funny, I don't think so, honey, mm-hmm. live once where I saw. Uh, and like, you guys don't know Joe, he's a very <laughs> handsome guy. He's like a very, he is a yeah. very handsome guy. Uh-oh. And kind. Uh-oh. Um, but his kind whole, energy. His whole, I don't think so, honey, was a, uh, I don't think so, honey. Meeting people and when they go, oh, you're hot producer, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I know. Oh, I love that. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm going to be a, a fan and you be Joe and I'm meeting you. Okay. Okay. Hi, my name's Mary. What's your name? Hey, I'm Jocelia. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, so you're hot producer Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yes, I am. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you're a listener. Oh, okay. Huh. End scene. Why did you come up with the idea to do that, but you still seemed unprepared to follow through with the task? Well, oh, I wanted is... to play it real. I wanted to play it real. Wait, this is, but this isn't. Do you want me to try again with yeah, upping the? Wait, this is a Mary Houlihan game, though. She'd be like, "We'll do this. We'll do this." Go, uh, oh. uh, <laughs> I really thought that you were gonna really deliver, like a really. We'll try it again. Do you want me to do it big? Okay, <laughs> Mary. I told you he's judgmental, right? <laughs> Do you want me to do it big? Fine. Okay, we'll do it big. I wanted to do it real, but I guess we're going to do it big. Let's do it big. Okay. Hi, my name's Mary. What's your name? Oh, hello. It is my own name, Joe Cilio. I'm a producer, you see. I work for the Forever Dog Network. <laughs> work for it. I started the dang thing. <laughs> oh, cool. Do you know who produces... Um, Las Culturistas, it's my favorite. <laughs> well, now we have a few different producers, but I was the one who began it. In fact, they gave me a little bit of a nickname. Hot Producer Joe, shortened to HPJ. <laughs> Those rascals. I do love them. Interesting. Um, do you know where the other hot producer, like the one that's like very hot, do you know? <laughs> no, no, no. They were in fact talking about me. Now I can see by your little eyes. Yeah! <laughs> Oh, my word! My word! Was, That's me bouncing. Is that better? That was, that was good on your part this time. Wait, what the fuck? What the fuck is your problem? What the fuck is your problem? My issue, because this time you you optioned it, so you, you sounded a lot hotter in your voice. So I was like, I wouldn't believe that someone that talked like that isn't hot. Uh, mm. Wait, do you believe someone like this isn't hot? Who speaks in this delicate town? I thought you were talking more like Bane. Like, like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in the doctors. It's me, hot producer. My name's Joe Cilio. My name's Joe Cilio. Uh-huh. Can I tell you this one? Th- okay, we I, we can leave soon. But can I tell you yeah. the one thing that I've been working on recently that yeah. I don't I don't know what to do with it? Yeah, we it's, can um, do that. <laughs> it's um, it's uh, uh, oh my gosh, it's 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 uh, it's this. It's um. They say diamonds are a girl's best friend, but I find that rather insulting to the childhood chums who've been with her through thick and thin. Was that clear? Yes. Do it again. I'll do it slower. Okay. They say diamonds are a girl's best friend, but I've always found that insulting to the childhood chums who've been with her through thick and thin. Mm, yeah. I like that. Sure. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Is it a lady? No. 
Oh, uh, I thought it was, I pictured it as a lady. It's like a professorial type. Oh, I thought it was like a lady and she's sort of, well, she's like rich and fancy and she's sort of like old money. I guess she could be too. She has a lot of crystal in her they apartment. They say these diamonds are a girl's best friend, but what's about my childhood chums who've been with me through thick and thin? Rather insulting to call diamonds, to have diamonds take precedence over them. May the water quench the thirst of queens and crown me my majesty. Yeah, I I like it. And <laughs> this I, is the only time Andrew has ever liked anything I've done. Is that a reference? Is, are you taking that from something? You came up with that. That's these are all, this is language I like to play with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like really that's great. It sounds like a reference <laughs> to something. I'm a big no. It actually is the core of all of it. I'm a big fan of Jane Austen. I'm a big. And I really like um the Pride and Prejudice movies, like the original like eight miniseries. Yeah. Do you ever see those? Uh, no, I didn't. This is one line that uh, Mrs. Bingley says about Elizabeth Bennet, uh, and then Elizabeth Bennet has a great retort, and I think the rhythm of it is so funny. And so, it's a, Elizabeth Bennet is a great reader, and she enjoys nothing else. Elizabeth goes, I deserve neither such praise nor such censure. I am not a great reader, and I enjoy many things. That is so Bingley. <laughs> like, Let's go. <laughs> you, now you want to go? Yes. Like, but no, Andrew and I are having fun. I love it. It's like a Victorian, like, real housewives. Like, that's like a turnaround. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look what we've done. See, I have I, to go. Okay. Oh I'm actually really busy, and I have to go. This is... Prove to me that I can't be friends with two people at once. I can only be, <laughs> I can only be, I can only be lovers and enemies at the same time. Um, I think it means that we're all friends, but just I have to go is all it, that it means. Okay. But um, yeah, if you want to read into it that you can only have one friend at a time, go ahead. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.